Hi, this is Leanne Walters, and I'm your host for Design Ease, the podcast about designing a life that you want to live. Welcome back to the Design Ease podcast. I am your host, Leanne Walters, and I'm on a roll today, getting stuff done. So excited to be here. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Capping off fall break by recording a few extra episodes, you guys. I am on top of things for the first time in a really long time. I hope you guys are feeling it. This week, I have watched less TV and gotten more things done. I'm getting organized. I'm getting set for the Christmas rush resetting. I think today we're going to put some Christmas decorations out. I know, blasphemy. It's the beginning of November, and we're going to enjoy the season this year. But on that note... um. Today, I wanted to do an episode on color because as we finish off the office series, some people might be contemplating painting their walls. I'm not going to get into you telling you how to do those kinds of things. You can do that (laughs) if you want to paint your walls and you really want some tips, call me because I've painted a few bedrooms, but there's lots of tutorials on Instagram or on TikTok or on the the TikTok, I like to call it, to really make my son cringe. I enjoy that. I think maybe my mom did that on purpose. She used to say, sucks, Leanne, you know, really sucks. And I'm like, you do not understand how to conjugate that verb, mother. Is that actually a thing, conjugate that verb? Okay, today... We're talking about color and you want to hear a crazy fact. We are only aware of 20% of the color decisions that we make. Like think of everything that you buy, you consume like food or you watch on TV or you consume. Like there's so many things that, you know, Kleenexes or toilet paper, we consume things and we eat and right down to the cup that you selected this morning when you went to get your coffee. Like there's so many decisions that we make based on color. And imagine that there was no color for a second. Like, do you remember Pleasantville? I think it was Pleasantville with Reese Witherspoon and the lights went off and everybody was in black and white. Actually, there's like a Christmas music movie on W right now. Christmas goes away and so does all the color. And then when you remember Christmas, your color comes back. It's one of those good Christmas movies that you know the ending as you're watching it. But imagine that in life, like you wouldn't even understand like which fruit was ripe or, you know, like imagine eating strawberries without color, that the actual sensations that come from color, we don't even realize that that they're affecting the decisions that we're making. It gets woven into our emotions and how we behave. Like, remember last week I was talking about the chickens and the light and how we can affect our mood with lighting? The same thing happens with color. And we don't even realize, we're not even aware of it. 
So also what's inside of you and decoding how you feel about colors, like your color history, understanding the, the, you know, the ingredients that, that make you that like your perception is steeped through. I'm going to call it your color history, but I feel like there's a better word for it. I have, I've been working with color my whole life. And I can vividly remember being in kindergarten and painting this rainbow. We were supposed to put the music on, on the little play mobile. There was a beige cassette player and you hit play and you painted music. And I remember you painted to the music. And I actually remember painting this sunset. And I remember the joy in this rainbow, this color gradient and the reds and the oranges and the yellows and the ambers and the okras all melting and blending together as the water and paint and the paper kind of become one. And I can really remember the joy that it brought me when I was making this picture. I mean, I was in kindergarten and still to this day, I can remember this moment. I don't remember the music that was playing, but I remember the color graduation in front of me. And I don't know if it influenced my joy in sunrises and sunsets, or it is just part of that I had that already steeped within me as a child. We camped a lot, so probably that. And that was my joy. And that's... The color makes you feel like that's how it's rinsed through memories. So when I see the colors that I remember from that picture, I remember the joy in that moment. I will also mention that I didn't write my name on the corner of the picture. So it was a first life lesson that when I went and returned the next day to pick up this picture, which I was like super proud of, that they had tossed it because they told us earlier in the day that if we didn't write our names on things, they were going to throw it away. So this is also probably what set me up for a lifetime of labeling every single thing that I own with my name, because I have fear of losing it. But it's all like coming through, like it's like you were standing in a shower. And like when you see color, all of those memories, all of those things in your life are rinsed through that water first. So anytime that we experience a color, it's it's already coming through that experience. And you know what the crazy thing is, is color is just light. So we did the light episode last week. And then this week we're doing color. But like the reality is, is color is just a different wavelength. The color we see are wavelengths of light traveling to us from the sun. So like without the sun, there is no color. Like, like waves in the water, you know, light can be different lengths and different height. You know, even if you think about sound waves, like I'm recording right now, and I can see the different, some are longer and some are shorter. That's color, like every color has a different length and height. And it's like, it's got its own signature, kind of like a snowflake. And when we see them all together, all at once, that's white. That's white light. So Sir Isaac Newton, 
This is the dude that figured out that the rainbow and I don't I was trying to figure out how he named them because he came up with the Roy G. Biv red, yellow, orange, green, blue, violet, blue, indigo, violet. You know, he came up with that. I don't know where the names all came from. He probably they all probably have some Latin backing and he probably just named them all. But it is the only part of the sun's energy that we can see. Isn't that crazy? Like there's so many other spectrums, you know, like x-ray and ultraviolet light and gamma, all of those things we can't see. Color is the only wavelength that we can see. So it's just like crazy that we only see this tiny part of the spectrum, yet we still see millions of colors. And, and color alchemy happens when you understand your history of color. So like all of those things that you've been through, all of your life experiences, and the psychology of color, like how you can use these two things together. So if you pair them, then we're going to be able to like, use color to support and manipulate your mood which is where it gets exciting because life is just managing your mood, right? Because if you're in a good mood, you can do anything and you're on top of the world and you look amazing and like you're killing it and you're in your like skinny jeans. And if you're in a bad mood, everything else is different, right? And even like how we look, like there's like a mind gut connection. Like for me, if they're not all in line, my actual pants feel different. So all of this kind of stuff is like, we're, that's what we're going to use to support ourselves to feel better. And that's why it's so exciting that there is an actual psychology behind color and doing something different can give you different results. Pause that and take a drink. So Mr. Sir Isaac Newton figured out the color wheel this primary, you know, primary colors, right? Red, green, yellow, and blue. And then he broke it out into these other things like secondary colors and tertiary colors. That was all Newton. Crazy. Um, but that like only scratches the surface, right? So color is not just decorating. It is literally the simplest way that we can enhance positive emotions and increase well-being. That's actually a quote from Karen Heller in the Little Book of Color. It can help us feel more connected. When we feel connected, we feel happier about who we are. When we feel happier about who we are, we can begin to lead happier, more fulfilled lives. Continuation of a quote. But like seriously, so you can use color to lead a happier, more fulfilled life. What? I know. It seems a little bit far-fetched. But hey. I think like layers, right? You know, I'm not saying you're going to paint your room and you're going to change your life. But like, you know, that whole thing about like, if you just turn two degrees, like on a boat, you're going to be in a completely different country, like a different continent. So like all of these things we're doing to enhance our lives, we're going to drink a little bit more water, maybe paint our rooms a more supportive color. It was when I graduated high school that I decided to paint some rooms in my house. And I wanted to like, you know, help other people. So like in true myself style, I didn't start with my bedroom. I painted our kitchen. That's like the first project I ever took on. 
And I had limited, you know, experience. Like I didn't, I was 18 or 19 years old. So, you know, house and home had beautiful pictures of these nice country provincial French kitchens. So I painted our kitchen a nice warm yellow, which was actually kind of cozy when I think back to it. I mean, the pairing of the French blue is a little bit trite. And honestly, we had oak cabinets and then we put in some oak floors and had the oak sideboard because my mom was raised on an Alberta farm and oak is the best. So it was a little bit of an overdose on warmth. Um, It is a lesson in balance. But I will say that that room, when I think back to it, was really, really warm and inviting. And when we did go to sell it, that was one of the things that the realtor left. Now, the other room that I painted in the same time frame didn't exactly turn out exactly the same because I decided downstairs I would take that blue, I would deepen it, we would go with a nice navy and green, right? That seems classic, right? A nice like pop of green against a nice navy shower curtain. However, my mom was a little concerned with the green color I'd picked being too dark. So she suggested that we, she suggested that we pour some white paint into the green that I had picked. To this day, I couldn't tell you if the green was nice or not that I had selected, I'm going to choose to remember it was nice because I've always had a really good eye for color. (laughs) However, when you add white paint to any other paint, it's not the same as going to a paint store and asking them to lighten it. Because white paint acts as like a highlighter because you know how paints have different bases. When you buy like a white paint, it's just like enhance. So the green color became like a highlighter lime green, and it was the most vibrant awakening bathroom that you probably ever didn't want to experience first thing in the morning. I had a friend's little sister who also painted her bedroom magenta when we were teenagers, not too many years before. And that was one of those rooms you couldn't be in late at night because it actually like hurt your eyeballs. So paint can do different things to you. Like you can actually have different experiences based on the color that you have your wall. So let's talk about the psychology of color. Color doesn't exist. It is our brain's interpretation of signals coming from our eyes when light enters them. That's why you don't see colors in the dark. So it's really just your brain's programming that tells you what what interpretation we have of light. It's just a wild flip, you know, kick of painting the wall and it is a color. I don't know. It's just kind of throwing my brain for a loop this morning. So if, if if it's just your brain interpreting something, then we can actually decide what we want to interpret with our brain. So here are some basic primary color psychologies. Red affects us physically. Red's primary action is to trigger a physical response. It raises your heart rate, causing your pulse to speed up. 
which can give you the impression that time is passing faster than it really is. Red can activate the fight or flight instinct, the psychology reaction that occurs in a response to a threat or an attack. Yellow affects our emotions. Its primary action is to trigger an emotional response. It has an impact on your nervous system, a system that transmits signals to from the brain and the rest of the body, making yellow the strongest color in psychological terms. That's why you don't paint a baby's room yellow. Blue affects our intellect. Its primary action is to trigger a mental response. And green is the color of balance and harmony. It sits between the physicality of red, the intellect of blue, and the emotion of yellow. In essence, green is the balance between the mind, the body, and the emotional self. Those are just four colors. Now, like, let's break that down. Like, if green creates balance and harmony and yellow creates a mood, this does not mean we all need to live in a subway. (laughs) Because there are different levels of colors. Like there's a level that where colors are soothing. And that's like, as we go up on the scale towards white, colors create the soothing emotions. And then as colors get deeper and darker and heavier, they have more of a grounding effect. So they have a different effect on us mentally and physically, and we can use them differently in our spaces. So I don't want you to take this psychology and be like, I can never paint a room red because it makes me very angry and it increases my heart rate. And I have to paint all my rooms yellow and green. That is not not what we're getting at here with the psychology of color, but it is the explanation here of why yellow colors like cream, like really nice warm whites, create warm, soft, inviting spaces. There is so many more deep things about the psychology of color. I'm going to break down the next 11 colors on the next episode to make it a little bit more absorbable. But what I want to take with you today is that there is a history behind how you feel about colors and that we can take all of these colors in our lives and we can use them to support us. So when you are thinking about a color Maybe think about what, what that color makes you feel and just sit there for a week. And next week I'm going to come back and I'm going to break down some of the other ways that we can use color to support us, some of the natural ways that we can use color to support us. And I'm going to break down this, this, some of the stuff I've been giving you is, is from this, it's a psychology book on color. It's called the little book of color. I find it super interesting, but I think we have to break it down. We have to understand what responses like red triggering a physical response can actually be a good thing. It doesn't have to be like a, whoa, like for example, red can trigger a physical response to increase your appetite and to want to eat more. So some restaurants have used red like strawberries on the wall. There used to be this restaurant in like, I think it was in Zellers when I was really little and all of the walls were wallpapered with strawberries because the red and the sensation of eating a strawberry was supposed to like enhance your appetite. 
So there's just little, there's little tricks. There's just a lot of psychology behind what, even what you're being sold. So it's good to understand. I used to buy a lot of stuff from Victoria's Secret catalog, but then I realized what my real intention behind, like what they had me on was I really just wanted to look like these beautiful girls in the catalog. It wasn't really about the article of clothing that I was hanging on my body. They were selling me the image and took me a lot of plastic baggies showing up in the mail, kind of limpy and lifeless for me to get that. Okay, I'm going to leave you guys there this week because I actually think tomorrow I might record the next episode, but you won't hear it. So I'm sorry. A little sneak peek. If I can get ahead on these episodes, I'm going to have more time to dedicate to the extra things that I have planned out for you. So in the meantime, I think I'm going to visit the paint store and get some paint samples so that I can talk to you guys about specific colors that I'm excited about for this season. I would like you guys all to go to the paint store and pick out some samples that you're excited about this season. I like Benjamin Moore because they're my favorite paint company. Um, So I'm going to talk about them. So if you guys want to visit a Benjamin Moore store and have a peek at some of the paint colors, then when I'm talking about them, you'll be able to see them. Or I will put all of the show notes in the um, Facebook page. I'm going to start posting a few things in there, trying to figure out how to use it more as like a Pinterest board. Maybe I should create a Pinterest board just to like show you the ideas that I'm talking about here. And also you can always catch me on Instagram at at Leanne Walters Design, at Leanne Walters Design on Instagram, or you can always email me hello at leannewalters.com. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. 